Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Blue Wire. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. It's on. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! A blast! Oh, blocked by James! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant put the jumper. He What up, fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. On today's episode, we're live in studio, in a warm studio, with San Antonio Spurs point guard Derek White. And Abe's not normally here, so we'll give him love as well. Appreciate that. <laughs> uh, what's going on, Derek? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be you in said, New York You City. said Spurs point guard, but you came in and like, what are you, 6'4", 6'5"? Yeah. You could also be a rocket center. But look what they're doing now. Small ball lineup, small ball five. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so you play for the Spurs. You played for Team USA this summer. You also have a crazy history of essentially having my frame of 150 pounds sopping wet, and you've now made it to the NBA. So my transition to the league didn't quite make it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yet. That's, <laughs> that's actually a good point. Yeah. But yours did. So what you were two months... We were listening to your story. You're two months away from potentially just hanging up the shoes, and then you're like, all right, I'm going to make this thing happen. What 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 made you do that? Um, yeah, I mean, I was in high school just looking to get uh, an offer anywhere, and um, it wasn't really coming, so I, mean, I was trying to look at other options. And um, Luckily, Coach Culver got the job at UCCS. Um, he was recruiting me at Johnson & Wales, which is a... Uh, school in Denver and got a job at UCCS and took me along there and I felt like it was a I mean a good chance just to I mean they had a major I wanted most it was important sport management and um, I'm a sports management major yeah. <laughs> tough class watch like yeah, 30 tough. for 30s in college yeah no classes. literally watch 30 for 30s there was actually one class that was tough I had to build a 2k team and then sim the season and see how my team did, and that determined my grade. You see, we didn't have that, so <laughs> I would have been pretty good at that. <laughs> so we were reading that, like, your dad was very instrumental in, in helping you get recruited. Like, that's very unconventional that you see. Like, your dad is sending tapes out to other schools. Like, I mean, obviously he's been with you from the start, but can you speak to how he's impacted your journey from getting from this 150-pound sopping wet kid in high school to now you're on t- Team USA, you're in the Spurs organization? Yeah, um, he was doing all that stuff, and uh, I was like, why, why are you doing all that? Like, <laughs> you don't need to be doing that. And, I mean, it definitely helped, um, I mean, just to have, I mean, even one coach look at it or uh, seeing and recognize me. So, um, I mean, I'm really thankful for my dad and right. all he's done to um, push my my abilities to the next level and always push me to be uh, better. So um, I'm thankful for everything he did back then continues to do. What were you going to do if you didn't play? If you were that close to just... Well, you going to go Johnson and Wales. Yeah. Isn't that a culinary school? Uh, <laughs> fire chef. 
If I went to Johnson Wales, I might have been a, a chef. Probably help me cook now. But uh, right. I don't know. I'd probably be a businessman somewhere. Okay. I'd try to stay in the sports somehow. Speak, speaking of, of cooking, so you went into your freshman year of college, and then you hit a, a huge growth spurt, right? Like you got someone. I read something that you got hurt, and then doctors told you that your growth plate still had plenty of room to grow. What happened that summer that you just became like a monster? Like you just shot up <laughs> out of nowhere. Um, he needs advice. Yeah, I've been yeah. working on putting on weight for like eight years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the weight thing was definitely took me some time, but uh, yeah, I just the summer before my freshman year, I just grew like two, three inches. Um, I mean, just kind of blew up from there. I just kind of was able to do stuff that I wasn't able to do before, and um, I mean, it kind of just took off from there. Just getting that extra size. I mean, the weight came after, but. Was that kind of when you were like, all right, I know I can do this. I know I can go to the top level. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when did you start really believing that you had what it took? To get to the NBA? Yeah. Probably not till I transferred. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember when I was first went there, I, people were like, you're going to go there for a couple years and transfer? I'm like, no, I'm probably going to be there for four years. Like, um, this is not like a juke or anything. I'm just going to be there for four years. Mm-hmm. and. Um, I mean, probably my junior, end of my junior year, I was like, I, I have a chance. Uh, that's why I decided to transfer to Colorado and make that jump. So um, before that, though, I didn't have any. And at that point, you were you have been dominating Division Two, right? Like, I saw that you were averaging, what, 24, 8. Like, making that jump from D2 to D1, like, you're so comfortable in what your space you are, but you know, like, that's what it takes if I want to get to the next level. I want to pursue my dreams. Was there any part of you... That was like reserve when you're like, listen, I'm I'm hooping in D two. I'm like, gonna be a D two player of the year. I'm gonna be an all American. Like, why ruin what I have here? Maybe just stay here and feel comfortable. But you were able to push out of your comfort zone. It, like, was there any hesitation when you were deciding whether or not to transfer? Yeah, I mean, actually, my dad was like against it at first. <laughs> really? Yeah. The guy who was pushing you your entire life yeah. is now not trying to hold you back. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I mean, it's a risk. Like, what if you transfer and it doesn't work out? But I just felt like I needed to challenge myself. Right. Um, I mean, an opportunity to play in the Pac-12, um, get to co- top competition. I mean, my year we had Lonzo, Markel. Don't get um, me started on Markel, man. I'm a Sixers fan. Don't get me so, started. Uh, There's a ton of talent that year, so um, just to have that chance to compete against the right. top talent, I think I, I had to do it, and I mean, everybody eventually got on board pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, Pac-12, first team, right? Yeah. With those guys, with the Kuzma's, the Lonzo's, the Markel's, that's yeah. awesome. So, then you get drafted by the Spurs. Could have been drafted by the Denver Nuggets, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> a little draft mistake made by them. But now you're playing for the Spurs for a couple of years. How do you feel about the rumors that now Greg Popovich could be on the hot seat now that you have a coach on your roster who has the highest winning percentage in NBA? Yeah, I wanted to, I was, uh, that was going to be my first question. It's flat out, who's the better coach, Pop or Duncan? <laughs> Want to know? Yeah, I, I told Tim that this probably was a top five win in his career. Uh, <laughs> probably surpassed one of them finals. Um, but uh, I mean, I'm just thankful to be a part of the Spurs organization. I mean, both of them are great basketball minds. I mean, Pop probably the greatest coach of all time. Tim the greatest four of all time. So. Um, Anytime you can be around guys like that, it's definitely going to help you be a better player. You, you hear about, like, the Spurs way, like, similar to how you hear about the Patriots way or, like, all these dynasties that are in sports. But, like, I was reading that Pop, like, when they drafted you, 
Pop had never heard of you, and they drafted you with a first-round pick. Like, that's a guaranteed contract. That's a big commitment for an organization. Like, I think that just speaks to what the Spurs are and, like, RC, the GM of the of the Spurs, like, he saw something in you and didn't even speak to Pop about it, and they just took you out of nowhere, and Pop's like, all right, bring him in. I'll make it work. Like, what is it about the Spurs organization that's just, I think, to me, it's just, like, so transparent throughout, but what is it that people don't see that makes them so successful? Probably just, like, everybody's connected right? Um, from top to bottom. I mean, from RC to Pop, and then, like, Pop to Blake, who's the G League coach. So, like, everybody's connected, the scouts, all that. So, like, when they say they're going to get a guy, they bring in a guy, they know that it fits what they want, the culture that they've created in San Antonio. And um, uh, everybody's just locked in together and locked into that goal. So um, it works out for them. And been working for a long time. Tell me about it. You said you would have been a businessman. I'm interested in that aspect because I think, you know, most people who you talk to are probably like, oh, you're a basketball player, that's all you are, and then there's so much opportunity outside of that. And you see a lot of players in the NFL doing really well outside of outside of just the game. And you guys have a great opportunity to potentially brand yourself as more than just athletes, as we say. Uh, what's, like, your interest in the business world? Mm-hmm. I mean, I got my degree in business, uh, business management, so, I mean, that's just the way the world is, no matter what uh, business or what field you go into, it's, it's all business, and um, so just trying to know, like, what's going on, ins and outs and stuff, so I think that's just kind of interesting, and, um, I mean, it's good for my personal, like, knowing what to do with my money and stuff like that, and then uh, just trying to understand how everything just kind of works and everything like that, so... Kind of interest in this when, when did you first learn, like, damn, the NBA like kind of is a business? It's not just like a basketball league. Um, I is learned it? on Twitter when people kept saying it's a business. <laughs> really? Um, like before, other before players you, in the league? Before I got here. Right. Before I got to the league. And you're just like, nah, they're just And then, <laughs> like, you get to the league and you kind of see, like, firsthand how, how it's a business, how it, things are operated. But, um, yeah, I mean, that was, you always read stuff on Twitter, like, when I was in college and stuff, like, the, the leagues of business stuff like that. So you, but you get since you've gotten to the league, have you stayed off Twitter more? Because a lot of some people love reading their comments. It like motivates them. It fuels them. Like, do you ever like after a bad game or a good game, log on to Spurs Twitter and <laughs> see something and just get right back into the gym? Like, uh, I mean, I used to read the Twitter, right? Like, but now I'm like, it doesn't really matter. How many burner accounts do you have? Uh, I got a couple on the. But I forgot the password to something. <laughs> so you just make new burner accounts? I feel like if what I was it? in the NBA, I'd be king burner. Oh, my God. I'd have 80 different burner accounts. Yeah, every, <laughs> I'd have all my friends logged in. Yo, you balled out tonight. Two points, one for nine. <laughs> yeah. uh, sometimes the league feels like it happens more on Twitter than it actually does on the court. I think, like, I was at the Knicks-Rockets game. And I'm watching James Harden, like, play defensively. And, like, he was pinned as, like, this horrible defender. And now I'm watching. He's locking down players five inches taller than him. Do you ever see, like, memes actually, like, sway? Like, are there players who just have a horrible reputation because of Twitter? Definitely. Definitely some players that get a bad rap. I mean, uh... Ben Simmons, man, my guy. They always focus on what he can't do. They focus on what he can do. I mean, there's a lot of guys like that. I mean, Have you been memed before? Have you been memed before? I don't think so. It's probably the next step not, of your career. Not, you a, get a, not a big meme, though. <laughs> I don't know if that's what I need or not. <laughs> um, if it's a good meme, I'll take it. But 
Kyle Kuzma gets memed out the wazoo, and he's yeah, got like yeah. three million Instagram followers. Yeah, he, he does it to himself sometimes. That's true. It's but, part of branding yourself. I mean, that's my guy. Any publicity is good publicity. Yeah. Have you ever thought about dyeing your hair? Just no, he dyed it back. Did you watch the Lakers game last night? He dyed it black. Black. He dyed it black. Yeah. Um, I have not thought about it. Your girlfriend is thinking like a red, orange kind of color, mm-hmm. maybe. I think I'm going to go Fiesta colors Okay. San Antonio. Um, I think the crowd would really get along with that. I think and they would love that. Yeah. I'll, so you I'll, were, th- I'll think about it. You were talking, I'm going to get back to basketball. <laughs> you were talking about... Um, what do you mean? We're about to talk about cereals for seven. <laughs> you were talking about uh, you watched James Harden the Knicks the other night. Well, last year you got the opportunity to become a starter, mostly full-time for the Spurs because of injury, to DeJounte Murray. And pretty much on a nightly basis, you were asked to guard the best player on the floor. Who's that guy that's just the hardest player to guard in the NBA? Is it a Harden? Is it a Kyrie? Who is it? I mean, yeah. All the above. <laughs> um, they're all definitely tough. I mean, uh, KD is probably Nothing you most can do impossible. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I don't really know what I can really do. <laughs> except hope he misses. Um, I mean, Harden obviously is tough. Uh, don't want to foul him, but then he's going to step back and shoot it. So, um, Kyrie, Russell Westbrook, uh, Steph, there's a whole bunch of guys out there that... You think that experience of, of becoming a starter and guarding the best player on the floor every night elevated your game as a player, and you took that into this year? Yeah. Because this year you kind of took a little bit of a backseat role because DeJounte is back, and I mean, he's an all-NBA defender, so all credit yeah. to him. But like, do you think that one year of... When it was your t- when it was your time to shine in the starting lineup, like really helped elevate your game. Yeah, um, I thought it was just fun, just competing right. against these guys. I mean, I mean, I grew up watching them, and now I'm out there competing against them. So I just try to enjoy it the most I, as much as I can. And um, I mean, anytime I'm on them, it's always uh, exciting, and uh, you get up for games like that. Exactly. I always find that like the most interesting is like we grow up. I mean, we're we're all young here, and like we watched LeBron and we watched all these guys in the league, and then you saw with like the Lakers last year is like Lonzo like looked up to LeBron James, and then he's playing yeah. point guard with them, and like how do you temper like you want to be a fan, but you can't. You're now his teammate. Who was like? Have you had that moment in the league where like one of these guys was your idol, and then you're like guarding them, you're playing with them? Yeah. I mean. I was a LeBron fan, yeah, so me too. Um, I mean, it's pretty <laughs> we'll crazy uh, watching him throughout his prime, and you know he's like still ascending. Yeah. Like it's kind of crazy, but um, I mean, the first time I saw him, I mean, that's kind of like a surreal moment. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird though. Like you, you like looked up to the guy, now you're competing against him, now you um, doing whatever it takes to um, slow them down. So uh, I just enjoy it all and. Did you have a like a maybe not a not so great come to the league moment like one of you guys sw- one of them swatted you or something stripped you? Did you have your come to the league? To the league. <laughs> you saw like you saw Giannis um, the other week swatted yeah. Zion. Yeah, it was like a um, welcome to the league moment. I did my uh, first game like really playing. It was against OKC mm-hmm. and like I check in right away and now I'm guarding Russ and he's just going right at me. Yeah. And I just got in. Um, I didn't even think I was gonna play and. I'm guarding Russ now, so that was kind of like a big eye opener. <laughs> but eventually got dunked on by Josh Eustis, which and then Rudy was like, "Hey, welcome to the league, young fella." <laughs> I guess that's my. Well, Rudy's kind of like that. I guess that that vet on the Spurs team now that's kind of showing you all the ropes, right? Because I feel like you guys are all on that. You're in a transition period because you're not where you are 
for the or the, where the Spurs were when they were at the top of the West for all these years, but they're still fighting. You guys were two and a half out of that eighth seed right now. We're but fighting. I, we're we're going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. I got that, uh, we yeah, kind of yeah. got a roof for the Nets tomorrow. The Grizz are a couple games up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then we come Friday. Oh, yeah, that is tonight. sad. And then we go Friday night and support the Spurs. Right. What? So, all right, I got a couple questions for you. Pre-game meal? Uh, my pre-game meal at home is Chipotle. Really? All right, what's your bowl? Or what's your order? Yeah, uh, it's a bowl. Okay. White rice, black beans, chicken. Double chicken. No. What? what? <laughs> Single oh, they, give, they give you like Not maybe a half a scoop. Well, no. So no, maybe so to put on weight, maybe I'll get Pico. single meat. Pico, mm-hmm. okay. Do you, you see the new queso? I even have the old queso because I had I heard it was terrible. Yeah, yeah I the, old the old one wasn't good. The new one, the new one, I haven't had. I Matan might, had it. Was it good? Yeah, it was really good. I might try. I might try, try that out. The right down. I'm a big queso. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try that out. Well, you live in San Antonio. You yeah. have to be. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. But the key is the vinaigrette sauce. Everyone knows that. That's Everyone key. knows that. I didn't find out about that until a couple Damn, years ago. It changed what, my you life. You don't know about the vinaigrette? I mean, I know about it. I'm just sleeping on it. That's like, you can't go it. there That's without. the key. So, cheese, corn, sour cream, lettuce, any of that? Yeah. Oh, sour Works. cream and cheese. Okay. But, um, so that's, that's the go-to bowl. That's your pregame. Yeah. Yeah. Do Spurs give you food beforehand? Or, like, do you make a rookie go yeah. buy it for you? Or you get it on the way to the stadium? Um, I get that, but then, like, when we get to the arena, there's, like, food. I usually give me a peanut butter and jelly, stuff yeah. like that, so, um, there's always a bunch the of The rookies options. nowadays, they do, like, rookie duties for you guys? Who's who's the Spurs rookie right now? Keldon. We got Keldon and Luca. Right. Uh, I mean, they don't... The Spurs, why? Do, do they haze? I don't know. <laughs> haze is kind of frowned upon nowadays, but... Well, we now, see, like, I'm day. seeing on Twitter and, and Instagram with, like, my Sixers or whatever, like, Tobias Harris is bullying Matisse Thibel to get the right amount <laughs> of biscuits yeah, at Popeyes. Yeah, <laughs> So, like, is, is it that kind of stuff? <laughs> that actually happened with Keldon. He was supposed to get Wingstop. Damn and Keldon. Like, do you know about Wingstop? I've never had it, but I know okay, about it. Okay. You gotta get the yeah. Wingstop. We gotta educate him It's a Texas... It's Texas. Wingstop is good. Um... But he ordered Wingstop at one place, but then, like, L.A. and Trey wanted something else, so we ordered another one, but he ordered them at two different restaurants. <laughs> and so we only picked up L.A. and Trey's order and didn't pick up the rest of the team, so... Damn. That, that was a big rookie mistake by Kelvin. <laughs> Fill his car with popcorn. Yeah, I, I, we almost kicked him off the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Just make it fun. Yeah, yeah man. Back or something. All right, so we got the pregame meal. What is your, like, do you do warm-up or, like, pump-up music? Because we're listening to some TikTok songs to get ready for this. <laughs> I don't know if that's your vibe. Um, not really. I mean, whatever is really going on when I'm driving to the game. Right. right. We listen to some weird stuff, though. <laughs> and, like, the four games, like, I don't even stop on Who's on Ox? Like, Patty, sometimes on Ox. And, he's you know, he's Australian. Yeah, he's yeah, Australian well. stuff. There's so that's such a unique aspect to like an NBA team bus or however you're getting to the game. It's like you have the older players, you have the younger players. Like these rookies listen to completely different music yeah. than the older guy, and then the international flair. But. Yeah, we got a little bit of everything. So who knows what we listen to on a given day? Could be a little bit of anything. Who knows? I'm not on the ox, so I'm not in charge. Right. Um, should I give you a tip on how to improve your game? I'm ready for okay. it. Okay. So. When you're suiting up for the game, do you throw on low socks or high socks? Low. You do? Mm-hmm. How low? Like, How low? Yeah, wait a second. How low? Because 
I wear the ankle socks. Is that the new move? So, well, do you wear highs or lows? They're like mids. Okay, so you wear the mids. So, my thought process is you show up in the ankle socks, everyone looks at you, and they're like, this guy's a bum. Mm -hmm. And then you capitalize, and you have great first quarter. Your first quarter scoring would go through the roof, I promise. Just Just based on your Join the ankle sock gang, yes. That is a a real thing, you know. I agree. Placebo effect. Exactly. People are like, there's no way this guy is Everyone, like... It might be tougher. There's a little more film on you than me, but... Growing up, like, you kind of always had that, like, when we would play, like, pickup or something, like, you pick out a weak link, you're like, just like what he's wearing or whatever, a t-shirt, like, I can't. Does that that ever happen in the NBA where you're like, I actually don't know who that guy is? And then you're like, maybe he's not that good. I mean, sometimes, like, especially with, like, the new guys. Yeah. I mean, like, the older guys are always like, yo, who is that guy? <laughs> and I got to, like, tell them who. Like, oh, he's a rookie friend. They, so they're not, they're not reading the scouting reports. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they read them, but then, like, when they actually get there, like, I'm not really sure who that is. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, like, the two-way guys and stuff like that. Yeah. People don't really know, so. Right. All right, cool. Should we rank some things? Let's get to right. rank. Derek's competitive, so... We'll release a list of each of our rankings, and it will be—I mean, it will be voted on. So you're gonna either win or lose. I hope you're okay you're with lose, that. Because I usually win these things. All right. Well, before we get into the rankings, so we're gonna rank our favorite three cereals, our top three cereals of all time. Is the stories true of no matter what, you would have a bowl of cereal before practice, games, every, like co- in college, every day, like five thirty a.m. practice, you're eating cocoa. Or is that or just something? one of those? <laughs> Legend. <laughs> Something like that. That is, I used to have cereal before practice. Okay. Yeah. But the practice was so early that it was just easy to make cereal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But. Okay. You didn't have that Johnson. Now I'm more of you. a cereal at night guy. So it's Chipotle. I don't game, think cereal, cereal really has a has a timetable. Yeah. No, that's it's, the most. It's that it's and Universal pizza has the longest window of opening of when See, it's acceptable. No, that that no, came whoa, from whoa. the reason this story came about is because Jack was in the airport and we were talking about how there's really no such thing as time in the airport. You can go and have that's a true. steak at seven a.m. and it's perfectly normal. There's no such yeah. thing as time in the airport. So I put a poll up. I was flying back from Super Bowl and I said, "What is the acceptable time window?" And we agreed, pizza you can eat. From pretty much 9, 10 a.m. Because cold pizza for breakfast, it's a, I wouldn't suggest it every morning. It's all the way through the night till like, you go out in New York City, 5 a.m. Oh, so after? That's, yeah. Pizza's like a late night. But, you know, I don't know these are breakfast. There's like a 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. window where no pizza. Yeah. You're telling me no you pizza. never had pizza for breakfast in college? No. <laughs> never. That's why he's in the NBA You can world. have cereal for 24 hours. That's... That's that's a fact. Yeah, that's accurate. that's a fact. I would say that's accurate. That's all fine. right. Let's do it. All right, we will give you the honor of starting. You're going to start from number three, so your third favorite, and then we'll I want to preface this. There is one cereal. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to let you guys go. That is, I will go to my grave. It is it is the undisputed goat. No ifs, ands, or buts. So I'm hoping it's the number one on all of our list. But I just want to preface this segment by saying mm-hmm. that. So. The floor is yours. Don't worry about Top it. Top three. Just give me your list. All right, give me number three, and number then we'll three. Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa. But okay. a big reason okay. for that cool is the it. milk afterwards. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. Yes, so that's just bonus points right. for okay. Cocoa Puffs. Total package. Are you a cereal first or milk first person? What, there's bro? one correct There's no such thing as yeah. No, there's, as cere- there's psychopaths who pour the milk first. There's a milk first person. People do that. There's no such thing. I've never met one. Okay, that's and a good I don't thing. Want All right, I'll give you even more psycho. My best friend from growing up, he was like, wait, you're eating, like, Rice Krispies. Put orange juice in there. What? 
And I'm like, wait, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, try it. And I was like, ah, so I tried it. Yeah, of course. I was like 13. That's what kids do. It wasn't as bad as you would think, which was honestly shocking. Obviously, can't compete with milk. But like, worst case scenario, I'm off that. I'm off this whole story. For no pulp. That's a good no pulp. I never (laughs) drink orange juice with pulp. I don't think anyone drinks pulp either. No, people drink pulp. People do dream pulp. Okay. Yeah, All right. We got Cocoa Puffs 3. All right, Cocoa Puffs 3. I'm okay with that. My number three is Reese's Puffs. Chocolatey peanut butter flavor. I think that was in a commercial <laughs> somewhere, right? I, so I was looking for that commercial no, online. I Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. Puff. Ch- Pe- no, you're wrong. Peanut butter chocolate, chocolate flavor. <laughs> I swear, look it up online. It, it cannot be found. Like, it's it's like, scrubbed like from the internet. like going to the streets of New York or whatever, and there people are like popping out. That's what I'm Reese's saying. Puff. And they had it on the bot. I swear on my life, if you look it up, it is no longer online. It's the craziest thing. All right, so you got Reese's Puffs 3. I am going... Captain Crunch, hold the berries. You can keep your berries. I just want the original Captain what? Crunch. You can hold the berries. Oh. You're a berries guy. You need some in there. No, 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 full no. Berries. We just need a Plain Captain Crunch there. as it comes. Okay. Snake it. Snake Go number two. Number two, peanut butter chocolate <laughs> flavor. I love Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs are made. So Very milk. similar to Cocoa Puffs. Also, you do I get that, not as much of like a chocolate milk at the end with the Cocoa Puffs, but you do get some Definitely tasty get milk at the end. Okay, um, I mean, our lists are kind of like, I'm going peanut butter Captain Crunch. I was more oh. of a peanut, clearly I like peanut butter. peanut butter. My girlfriend is allergic I, to peanut butter, so maybe it's how I'd like keep my space. Yeah. Like, hey, hon, get, grabbing about a <laughs> bowl of cereal, why don't you hang up? <laughs> back up, please back up. We're getting the fight. Number two. Um, Lucky Charms. Okay, that's, that's, a, that's a good selection. I respect that. <sighs> the marshmallows. Oh, uh, it that one's key to getting proper milk coverage. Yeah. If you get if you get a marshmallow no milk, I'm not a fan. See, yeah, I disagree. I, I like lucky. Ch- in, uh, Go ahead. You can't just have nothing, just no, plain no, no. marshmallow. You need no. like it's a strategy. They do make that nowadays. They do make yeah, that. Yeah, do you see that? But they make just marshmallow. To your point, I would like Lucky Charms with no milk oh. <clears throat> in a cup. I don't just like in a hand. Some cereals are like that. I don't think Lucky Charms is one of those. Yeah, I don't think wrong. it's a hand cereal. I think we might need yeah, another list for just hand cereal. That is a different list. Yeah, thank you. Okay. You play your game, I'll um, play mine. <laughs> we'll save your number one. You give, you give us your number you one. You just said we're doing Snake. I know, and then I ma- we make this up on So the, the number one cereal, and I said I don't want to hear any question marks, any time of day is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's no cool. question about it. You guys are shaking your heads. That was everyone's one. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, number one. The taste you can see. Yep. And that's another great post-cereal milk. Another spectacular. It is hands down the goat. I had a bowl. One of my friends, actually, we had a few beers one day on this Saturday. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. are you about to say you were drinking beer and then... No, we were just feeling ourselves. You had beer with cereal. That's a no. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. (laughs) Point is, he bought a box at like 5 in the afternoon just because he was hungry and then like... Finish that at two, like two a.m. or whatever. Yeah, time. yeah, that's it's the go. That's Cinnamon easy. toast crunch all over. Right. Throw out. We'll just do rapid fire bonus cereals. Some others that might have been lost. Honorable left mentions. Yeah. I got some. I'm a tricks. Weak. You ever I'm think about tricks. how tricks were shapes when we were younger, and now they're circles? And they say tricks is for kids. They change. So you can't see the shapes. So now, they're, so now not a kid. Wait, no, no, that's not actually true. <laughs> that's real. This sounds like a conspiracy theory. That's 100 Which I love conspiracy <laughs> theory. When you were kids, they were shapes, right? Yeah. Now they're little balls. 
They changed them. We grew Wait, up. they are. Yeah, yeah, they're colorful. But tricks are for kids. And so when we were kids, we could see the shapes. Well, maybe that's not the slogan up. anymore. Maybe not tricks are for kids. No, I, I think you're on to something. Okay. Did we say Fruit Loops? Fruit Loops are good. I like Fruit Loops. I'm Wheaties with Banana. I'll say that's a sports Wheaties. tie. You're not a Wheaties fan? Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. I like it. Solid if you want to get healthy. Raisin Bran? Raisin Bran Crunch. Raisin, raisin Bran Crunch. crunch. <laughs> um, we have some disapproval from the crowd on Raisin <laughs> what? Bran. Any bonus well, cereals? Waffle Crisp. Waffle Crisp? Had that what were the ones that were like... Crunch. Raisin yeah, Bran is the cereal honey 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 psychos. Psychos. There was the chocolate chip cookie ones and the... the, uh, the cool cookie crisps. Oh, <laughs> cookie crisps. Oreos. Oreos. Oreos, I thought, would be better than they were. Overrated. Ready? Frosted Flakes. Definitely overrated. Wheaties. I, 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 like I don't Wheaties, like Wheaties, but you get the box with the, yeah, yeah. that was kind of a thing. Uh, what are the, uh, frosted mini wheats? Mm-hmm. They better be frosted, though. K, is there something with a K? Special Kicks? Those stink, I'm pretty sure. Kicks are Those are like no taste. Pops. Pops? I actually liked Pops. Pops are so good. They're, they're, they get the brunt, they get You the, can't eat too much Pops, but right. a little Pops a little here and there is good. By the way, ever since you said Cocoa Puffs, I've been starting to reconsider my Captain Crunch, because I didn't think of the milk at the end, and that's just yeah, like, essentially. Yeah, it really does. All right, so we're going to go grab some Chipotle with a side of cereal. Um, but thank you, Derek, for coming on the Snapback Sports Pod. So we're all family. We call the audience the fam. So welcome to the fam. We appreciate you stopping Come by. Whatever you want, man. Yeah, best of luck rest of the season. Let's get and, that eight uh, seed. Let's get that eight seed. We'll get the eight seed, celebrate with some cereal. And uh, <laughs> thanks, man. Appreciate it.